Vegas, talk to me. What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 79 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Big shouts to everyone listening to Combo's Court across the globe. Combo Nation, you know what it is. We are out here. Today's show was taken from the On The Board Sports Podcast where I appear. I join in with Will, Sean, Ed Easton Jr. We have a great episode. We discuss free agency. The Kawhi Leonard news just came in. Madison Square Garden. All kinds of great topics. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Follow On The Board Sports on Instagram at On The Board Sports. That's O-N-T-H-E. B-O-A-R-D-S-P-O-R-T-S. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app. Share this episode, man. Share it with your friends. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to share it. Go ahead and do that for me. Check out the website, www.12combo.com. Let's get into it and welcome back to another edition of on the board sports i'm your host will trucci aka will see and you're in the place to be coming to you from gotham podcast studios and join with us via Skype is my wonderful co-host, a.k.a. Sean Thomas. Sean, how are you? Well, I am doing excellent. How are you doing on this pretty good uh, uh, Saturday? It's well, it's hazy, it's hot, it's humid. It's a typical New York summer's day. But you know what? We're here and we're cooling off right now. And this episode of On The Board Sports is brought to you by Body Armor. Go out there and get yourself some body armor because it is truly awesome with capital A. Dude, it's been absolutely unbelievable to say the very least. What more can I ask for? What more can I want? Not only you want, what what more can we all want? Right, Sean? That is true. And, Will, it's, 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 it, Will, we're getting back to our roots, Will. Remember when, remember when we used to always do the show on like a Saturday a Sunday, then obviously you got busy and I got busy, so we had to do it like during the week. It feels pretty good to once again do it on a nice uh, weekend. On the weekends, a very nice, chill, excellent time to talk sports. And joined with us is a very special guest. He's He works at Sports Illustrated, writes some very, very good articles. I'm talking about the one and only Ed Easton Jr. Ed, how are you? Doing good, man. Happy to be here. It's been a while. Sean, how's it going, man? Ed, it's going well, man. Thank you for making some time to come on the show, man. Especially coming into the studio, because obviously, Ed, you could be doing a million and one things, but you're spending some time with us, so thank you, man. Hey, it's always number one, man. Anytime you guys call. And joining yeah, us... Yeah, yeah. Via joining us right now live in studio is the one and only Andrew Slop, aka One Two Combo. Andrew, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excellent, man. Dude, it's been awesome to say the very least. Combo, as you all know, Combo, huge, huge basketball fan. You know, not only is he a huge basketball fan, but he also used to play professionally. And dude, 
how the hell are you, man? You know, I know. Yeah, we're live right now, pal. We are. We're not live. You know what I mean. <laughs> but we're here. We're here. And that's all that matters. We're here. We're out here. Yeah. Oh, we are out here, right? What's up, man? Not much, bro. Not, Not much. A lot is up. Earthquakes. Yeah, earthquakes. earthquakes. A lot of news going on in basketball, bro. A, a lot, lot of- a lot of news going on oh, yeah. in the world of basketball. That's why we have you guys here yes. talking about a lot of things going on. Obviously, Anthony Davis goes over to the Los Angeles Lakers. Zion gets drafted by the Pelicans. But a lot of NBA free agency news to talk about here right now. First and foremost, let's get to it with the biggest star, the biggest name going from one side, from one, basically Canada, back home to Los Angeles and Kawhi Leonard. And Ed, I'll start it off with you. How do you feel and what do you see uh, Kawhi Leonard doing here with the Los Angeles Clippers? Um, Basically, I I don't see Kawhi doing anything different than he did with Toronto. Uh, I am actually... Which I'm not thing, surprised. Right? Oh, that's oh, it's a good thing. If you're the Clippers, yeah, do that. You know, keep that going. But it's not, there's no surprise here to say like, oh, okay. You know, I I didn't think Kawhi Leonard was going to leave Toronto. He was never really fully invested in that city, mind you. He they he grew to love it, but they won a title. You know, so that everyone's going to love everything when you win a title. Right. He always said, oh, you know, yeah, maybe a one-year thing. I wouldn't be in L.A. Everyone thought the Lakers. Lakers. Obviously, the Clippers came into the mix. So it was kind of that type of thing. It didn't really was a surprise to me. He always thinks differently. He doesn't think like everyone else that's a superstar and says, hey, you know what? I want a title here. Let's win another one. Let's do this. He is business. And now he's won two titles because uh, he won with the Spurs already. Right. Why not just go home, go to the Clippers? He's going to have a team with him because he brought Paul George along. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it makes sense for him. Yeah, I like it. I like. I actually like the fit more than uh, I think. LeBron and Anthony Davis are better basketball players to me. Like if you combine the the talent, but I like the fit better, uh, especially for the current NBA. They shoot the three a little bit better than those two. Uh, they had a great team already, and um, they re-signed Pat Beverly. Yeah, he man, they got huge they, pickup. They're super tough defensively. They mm-hmm. got three guys that can really guard multiple positions and and. It's just a great defensive team. They could shoot it. I mean, they got to be the favorites right now. Sean, go ahead, bud. I know you want to chime in on this one. Combo, first and foremost, how are you doing, pal? I'm, I'm doing well, man. Episode 78 dropped the other day. Combo score podcast. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe on your Apple Podcasts app and Spotify. <laughs> how are you, man? I see you're traveling. Yeah. You're, you're, trying, you're, you're too you're too busy lately for the OTV, huh? What's going on with you, man? <laughs> I'm trying, too big, to, man, I'm too trying, big time, man. too big time. <laughs> <laughs> but now, man, um, you actually took the words out of my mouth, man. Um, you know, like you got Pat Bev at the point. I'm I'm assuming whoever plays the two or the three, Kawhi, George, George, or him. Like, do they still have the young boy? By the way, the young kid. Um, he's tough. Ooh, uh, should I? Yeah. No, 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 no. What's his last name? The power forward. Oh, he's kind of oh, like he's kind of um, like a Clay Thompson type player. Ooh, I know uh, who you're talking um, about too. I know he's... his name. Uh, Shemet. Shemet. Yeah, yeah, Shemet. Yeah, he's yeah, tough. Yeah. Is he still there? He's still there. He's yeah. still there. They got yeah. a squad. Then they got mm-hmm. a crazy squad because he's gonna be good too. Wow. And the Clippers wound up giving up a lot for it, and we Wait. haven't even brought in uh, Paul, the Paul George trade yet at all either. Well, that's that's the whole point. They, they gave up the future. Yeah, they gave that's up, fine. Though. They gave up. Uh, I mean, look, 
I'm all about winning right now. But yeah. if you see the numbers and the graphics, all first round picks. Yeah. You talk about their picks, and then you have the Miami Heat unprotected pick as well. Yeah, I, I just think it's so much you're giving up uh, uh, along with Shai Gilgis Alexander, and then you give up Gallinari. You look at this deal, and yes, everyone sees Paul George going, but down the line, five years, four years down the line, this is your franchise at the end of the day. You still got to build, you know? Yeah, but when you win championships, that brings other that gets other players to want to come to L.A. I is mean. that working for Toronto? Well, they want a chip. <laughs> that's the that's the. They wound up. I guess you said. I guess you said you want a, you want a team to have a sustainable business. Yes. Yeah. I see you got to have it, like I get winning right now, but they gave up yeah. so much just to get this deal done. Yeah, I, I don't know. It might be worth it with the excitement of what's going to be this season. The hype, and especially with Steve man, they Ballmer, got a, they got a they, tough team. They do. Oh, they do. Man. They should be in the Western Conference Finals. They're better than the Lakers right now. Oh, yeah. I agree let's, with let's that one. Put that I agree there. with that one. Because you know you're going to hear, like, oh, who's the best team in L.A.? Listen, you can see it right now. Mm-hmm. It's the Clippers, okay? Mm-hmm. Talent-wise, they're a smidgen under what the Warriors have been. Yeah. A smidgen. I agree. Yeah. And the Warriors are still going to be pretty good this season. I, I don't think they'll make it as far, but they're going to be pretty good. That whole Pacific Division now is just it's, it's, it's talented. It's, it's talented. So Between you got at, the young kings. Everybody laughed at me yeah, at that NBA preview are, show, by the way, saying that I, I, I brought it up, but whatever. I'm not going to bring up all, all the marks and everything. You just, like that. You just did. I just did. <laughs> only, only, only the one. Only the one. Sean, where are you, man? You got to check Will, man. <laughs> yo, man. Yo, man. Will, Will actually had some pretty good takes during the year. Will called uh, the Sacramento Kings being good, and they were. We we'll had some uh, pretty good takes during um uh, during the uh, season, man. Sean, and you did, and you and you picked the Toronto. Yeah, you picked Toronto to win it all too. Golden State, Toronto in the finals. So exactly, and and I picked it in six. No Shadamus, here I am. No Shadamus, yeah. here you are, man. Yeah. If Clay would have stayed healthy, though, I don't know about that. Even just Clay <laughs> might have been different. <laughs> very true. Very very true. <laughs> I actually just want to dive in real quick and just the small specifics with this trade. Go ahead. Uh, you're talking about they gave up uh, they gave up a, a pick from 2021 through 2025. You know, oh, all I, straight yeah. picks. So you're really concerned about these uh, Clippers, I, I, because you, you're talking about that a lot. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna change the rules where they're gonna well, let I mean, high school kids in. When the Lakers are in your sa- in your same city, I think you just have to take risks. Uh, yeah, because I'm a Knicks fan, so yeah. I, I'm used to us taking risks and not, you know, they not take paying crazy off. risks though. And they'll, we'll have, so you must have be th- so you must be thinking the Knicks are doing it the right way this year. Because they didn't take a, they're they're playing the safe route. They're not taking crazy risks. Here's the problem: they're doing it the right way, but they're also doing it the wrong way because you can't promise for about two years now. This is our, you know, this is our summer. We're gonna have all this cap space. We're gonna get all these guys. We trade Porzingis. You can't get the fan base so riled up, and then you, you know, right the next, the very next person you uh, pick up, you get Julius Randle, which we're okay with, That's but cool. Taj Gibson. Yeah, he's you could have waited. Maybe, maybe he's from New York. Maybe they needed more New Yorkers. You could have waited though, Taj. <laughs> it, it was the, the way they did it that day. Like someone, they were fighting for him. You know what I mean? You yeah. could have waited for Taj Gibson. Yeah, that's my whole thing. And then you also too, you look at the Knicks and you just say to yourself, like year in and year out, Ed. I know you're you're the Knicks fan combo. I know you're a Bulls fan growing up in the '90s, so you got to see the rivalry going on. And Sean, I know you're the Nets fan. We'll get into the Nets in a second. But with the yes, Knicks, sir. with the with the Knicks right now, man, you know everybody's ripping on them. Why are they giving money out? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And guys, to what uh, Andrew said prior, you know they are kind of doing this the right way. 
I mean, think about it here for a second. All right, you look at guy. You look at guys that that were brought in. Randall, he's twenty three, going on twenty four years old. Played alongside Kobe Bryant, has that mama mentality. After playing with him for a couple of seasons, lefty, you can't handle Randall the whole the whole uh, the whole shtick, you know. And then you get uh, who knows what's going to happen with Frank Nilakita. You know, who knows what's going to happen with him? Will he get traded? Will he not get traded? Will he go back to France? Who knows? Uh, Will Lance he go Tom- back to France? So you say his career is over? I, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying you don't know. We don't know it's what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with him, you know. He won't last a season. We don't know what's going to happen with anybody, Will. Right. I don't see him lasting the season in a Knicks uniform. Really? Yeah, he's, he's going to get traded by the deadline. I, I just – he has potential still, but with the way this Knicks team is set up, it just doesn't benefit him. You know what I'm saying? I don't see Fizdale wanting to play him, and that's really the biggest issue. Hornacek, yeah. he played him. Because I mean, RJ's going to be playing point a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. RJ's going to be a stud, by the way. You know, they, they love Kadeem Allen. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you look yesterday? How did you feel he looked yesterday? I think he looked good. You know, I think he really looked okay. Zion, you know, in that taking that rebound away, you know, basically a man's move oh, Knox, yeah. on Kevin Knox. Making, Knox has all the tools to be a good NBA player. He does. Just, I think it's just the motor thing with him. He's yeah. got to be consistent I think he's with playing, his energy. He's playing yeah. out of position a little bit, I feel like. What do they got him at the four? No, at the, at the three. But what do you like him as? I think he's gonna end up being a four. I just yeah, yeah, that. I can see that. You know, I thought you were gonna say the two, and I would have no, no. He would have to work on his handle for that. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Knox to I me. Kevin Knox to me is yeah, more of a hybrid of a Kenyon Martin type no. of player. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. Kenyon Martin's like an energy guy, yeah, right? And, and Kevin Knox is a shooter. Yeah, not Kenyon Martin will definitely. Yeah, not yeah. I, that that's just the, like the build, you know. I mean, just the build. Well, he's got to get. He's got to. Kenny Martin was a crazy him. athlete. Yeah. Uh, just a freak. Uh, yeah. He right. was uh, more like a scrappy type player. Yes. Yeah. Knox is a skill guy. Like he could dribble, shoot, and pass it. Right. Mm-hmm. He fits the current NBA very well. Just it, it's really just all in his head and his confidence. It really is. He's yeah. still young. We kind of, we keep forgetting that he's still very. They're young. all young. Yeah. You know? They're good players, all of them. But uh, the problem is with that Knicks team, how can you win when you have all these young players that haven't been there? They just, besides the Taj Gibson, I, I should say, yeah. they haven't been there. You know what they lack, I think, is vision. They don't got a lot of guys that could really move the ball, pass the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't see one of them that has great vision. I, it, like looking at the summer because this summer league team is a big part of their team, well, their real team. I, I like Peyton. I, I think Alfred Peyton. Is- Alfred oh, he's tough. He's tough, Alfred but he's, he didn't play yesterday. I was just looking at the game. You're right. He's yeah. got to stay healthy. If he stays yeah. healthy, then I think he's a very he's, good point guard for this team. He got to keep that haircut. <laughs> he does. He does. He does need that, that haircut. He's got to. He's got to keep that hairdo the <laughs> I, way how it is. But the one thing with the is next- that haircut, Sean approved. Sean is or not? <laughs> it is Sean approved. Okay. It definitely is. All right. I got something funky. Uh, going on too, so it is Sean. You do yeah. that. You do, man. That you do. The Sean, one- Sean raised the swag lately, huh? He's he has. Been, he has been. been. He doesn't invite us to any of the parties, though. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's a family show. You know, it's a family show. Family show. <laughs> Look, the bottom line here is with the Knicks. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna identify with their coach Fizdale, bringing over the system from Memphis, having the guys that he had over. Uh, when he was with Memphis, guys like Zach Randolph and uh, Marcus Saul, when when they played there, they were more of a physical type team. I feel like with the Knicks, they're going to be a, a physical bunch. 
mm. bringing in those guys, bringing in the guys like the Taj Gibsons, bringing in the guys yeah. like the Julius Randles. Well, that's what they want. They yeah. want to be a scrappier team. Bring right. that toughness. Bring that toughness back, like the John Starks era. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I feel. Sh- I know. It's, they tough, got, it's tough in this as the a way fan, the NBA is now. As a fan, yeah, it's just impossible. Yeah. You can't play like that anymore. There's just no way. You know, everything's a foul. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you can't do that. Um, I, I just want to say real quick about just Alfred Payton and you got Dennis Smith Jr. I think that's the battle of who's the starting point guard. Because Dennis Smith Jr., as good as he is, I don't see him really running a team. Payton, yeah. I see running a team more, and I see Smith being a good guy off the bench sure. that could put up numbers. He could be a six-man, like yeah, Lou Will. Exactly. So <laughs> that's going to be the big decision from Fizdale on which way he's trying to go with this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Pay, I mean, but so and also RJ is a player that needs the ball in his hands. Yes, he almost plays. He almost plays like a point guard. So you, that's something that Fizdale is going to have to figure out as well. Mm-hmm. You know, who who on the team could play off the ball? Knox can. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, uh, we got the like, who could spread the floor besides Knox? Ellington, Ellington, can, Ellington can make shots. Yeah, Ellington, Bullock yeah. can make shots. Yeah. You know, those are that's the reason why you get them. So too. they have some balance. They got some, but it's like they have balance of a lot of guys that are potential. We don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Alonzo needs the ball too. Alonzo definitely He's an needs ISO the ball. guy. 100%. Yeah. Yes, sir. Big deal. He needs to he needs to work on some catch and shoot stuff and playing with off the ball type stuff. To, it'll really raise his level. And that's what hurt him. That done. Yeah. That's what hurt him in the draft. Yeah. That's why he didn't get drafted. Yeah, he's tough though. He's talented for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on now from the Knicks over to the Nets. Sean, I know you're very very happy with all the moves that have been going on over at Barclays Center having getting guys like Kevin Durant getting guys like uh, Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan with the young core that's in place in there right now. Sean, tell us how you feel about the Nets acquisition so far this offseason. Well, well, I feel pretty, pretty good. I mean, I mean, I obviously wish that KD wasn't hurt. But at the same time, and I kind of want to hear Ed and – uh, combos take because I kind of feel like if Katie didn't get hurt, I don't think he would have came here, and that's the vibe that I'm starting to hear. So, obviously, I don't I don't wish no one to be hurt or get hurt, but I mean, if he didn't get hurt and they would have probably won their third straight, I think he's a Nick and not a Net. But I mean, in terms of just having him coming here and Kyrie, DeAndre, I mean, you know what I'm saying, like. People forget, like, three, four years ago, the Nets were not only the worst team in the league, they were considered one of the worst-run franchises in sports under Billy King mm-hmm. and Prokhorov, so on and so forth. And now um, uh, Prokhorov, he sells the team, and Sean Marks comes in. And in three years, the Nets went from 21-61 and 61 to 42 wins and winning a playoff game. And so I think that's the difference between the Nets and the Knicks, and uh, and I think that's what appealed to Kyrie, to KD. Obviously, them being cool had had the majority to do with them being on the same team now. But I mean, I think these guys want to see a healthy infrastructure for a team, and the Nets have that. Kenny and Atkinson, he's a up and coming uh, coach. Barclays will never, ever, ever, ever be Madison Square, ever, ever, never, never. But it's still in New York, and it's an up-and-coming place. And I just think that you look at, you know, the Nets finally had their first-round pick this year. The Nets could have tanked for Zion, for RJ, 
but they said no. We're going to compete. We're uh, we're going to show the league that we have some good uh, players, and we won 42 games. And I think that right there, the decision to play and not to tank, uh, appeal to those two guys. And now we uh, have them. So it's going to be a very interesting season, especially since uh, KD probably isn't going to play. But I kind of want to fast forward to this time uh, next year when he's back because I can see, I'm not trying to, you know, predict things here, but I can see the 2021 NBA finals being the Clippers and Nets. I do have my fingers crossed. Yeah, if everybody stays healthy on both sides, I agree with you. You know, I I look at the the whole situation with the Nets and what appealed, you know, Kevin Durant to him. I, I do believe if he doesn't get hurt, he goes to the Knicks because the Knicks aren't going to be so uh, shy about offering him the max, because that was a big deal. Uh, another thing that the Knicks shot themselves in the foot was the whole relationship with DeAndre Jordan. Uh, sitting him out those last 10 games uh, apparently got under his skin. You know, he was all about mentoring uh, Mitchell Robinson and, you know, being there in terms of as, like, the starter and, I'm you know, getting this guy ready. Mm-hmm. But you're going to tell me, okay, I'm sitting the last 10 games and, I'm you know, I got to make a certain quarter to get this amount of money or whatever was going on in his contract. You know that had something to do with it. That rubbed him the wrong way as well. And then Jared Dudley recently came out in Woj's podcast saying how he spoke to DeAndre Jordan, told him why Brooklyn's the way to go, they have a great franchise, all these great things. You add all these things up. Everybody talks in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, players, coaches, everyone talks. Everybody's friends. Everyone's friends. You know, that's just what you have to deal with now. And you got a guy like Kyrie. You got a guy like Kevin Durant. They want that big, big exposure without that big responsibility in terms of their off the court life. Now, mind you, it's all New York. But if, when you're with the Knicks, you're in Master Square Garden. You had that legacy. Mind you, the '70s they won those titles. The Knicks still run New York, no matter what. So the pressure's always going to be on top media, you name it. Brooklyn, even though it's in New York, was always second tier. So they figured if we could go there, not as much pressure, we'll be praised more than anything. That's something we could build off. So that's really what the mentality was right there. I don't think the... I don't think and the- also... Again, Combo, sorry. I don't think Madison Square Garden has the same allure it used to, and I think it'll get even less. It'll, it'll have even less allure with these kids who are uh, twenty and under who are going to start being in the NBA. I don't even think they care at all. I think the social media area is just different. It is, and uh, totally. you know, they just grew up differently. You know, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just the way it is. You know, it's very true. Yeah. Um, they don't. You never hear anybody younger than I don't know twenty years old saying it's the mecca. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. only people that are older that know that Jordan, you know, when he yeah. was there uh, playing against all these other like great teams, all these great moments. Mm-hmm. Those are so many years ago. We, we tend to forget that. Like I'm a Knicks fan. That's why I say we. We tend to forget like the, the Larry Johnson anniversary is 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There hasn't yeah. been many playoff appearances in between that. What? Maybe two, three. Two or Shouts three. to Larry, by the way. <laughs> that, of course, combo's, combo's court. court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I agree with that. And, um, you know, it doesn't even like because in the social media era, you post highlights, you're everywhere. You're on everybody's screen. You're on everybody's phone. It doesn't really matter where you're playing anymore. You know, right. if the background's nice uh, and, and, and you can yeah. see it on the feed. Right. You know, and, and not only and not only that, too, you look at like you said, Ed, you look at MSG 20 years ago, you had 
the eight-seeded Knicks going up against the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA Finals. You know, nobody would have thought that in a lockout shortened year. Then you flash forward, you know, five years later, Stephon Marbury winds up getting traded over here from Phoenix to New York. Coney Island legend makes it to the playoffs, winds up getting the Knicks wind up getting swept by the Nets, who wound up losing the following round to Detroit. And then you had everything, the fallout with Isaiah Thomas. You had all these players coming in, like Eddie Curry mm-hmm. and Jerome James signing for those deals, you know? Oh, don't bring that guy Yeah, up. I know. I know. I just did. They're uh, still paying him, right? Uh, <laughs> I, he might as well be. <laughs> my, might be. You know, Bobby Bonilla kind of contract. <laughs> Rick DiPietro, too, with the Islanders. You know, he's still getting paid. You How know? many years? Uh, I think he's still... But let, let me say he this. Signed something, something crazy. Let me say, you know, you know how crazy this is, the fact that we bring up 99, right? Right. As a Knicks fan, mind you, we haven't been good for basically two decades. The Nets have made, they made the finals back-to-back years. And they didn't and it, get the coverage. They didn't get the coverage, and they still didn't sell out their arena when they were in Jersey. Right. So you, right. Understand, you understand what I mean? And Sean, you know this as a Nets fan. You even right. Nets fans even act like you're second tier. Mm-hmm. You never hear a Nets fan. Maybe you're gonna hear next year yelling at Knicks fans like, "Yo, we better blah blah blah." It's so quiet. It's more like we're doing our own thing, and whoever watches us watches. You right. know, that's that's really how it always been. And not only that too, but the fan base going into Brooklyn, like it, I feel like it's you know just it wasn't because a genuine fan base. Yeah, that was. Yeah. they weren't traveling from no. Jersey to Brooklyn. You saw no. the way it was. No, not at all. They weren't. Not at all. They're just trying to prove that. To prove Ed's point, two uh, two out of the last three years, the Nets have ranked last in people coming to watch the games. Twenty sixteen and this past year, thirtieth. They were thirtieth. They were thirtieth. Thirtieth. Oh my god! They made the playoffs. (laughs) They were thirtieth. That's crazy. And they were thirtieth. It'll be a little different this year. It better be. It better oh, be different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, kid, the kids like the way Kyrie plays basketball, and they'll want to go to these games. Yeah. You know? And not only that, ticket prices are going to be like, going I out. like the way Kyrie plays basketball. Of you course. Know? Of yeah. course. So, What's up? Well, and I think what people kind of forget, because everybody's saying, oh, well, you know, look what happened to Kyrie in Boston. He was a headache, blah, blah, blah. When Kyrie requested the trade, Kyrie did not request to go to Boston. That's where he was sent. So he had to ingratiate himself to those guys. And, of course, it's going to be hard when a team plays better and you're not on the court. So I think those two things really led to the issues that Kyrie had with those guys. But I always believe when somebody comes home. And, yes, I know New Jersey is not Brooklyn. But – the Nets were in Jersey when Kyrie was a kid. His dad used to take him to the games, blah, blah, blah. So technically, Brooklyn is, quote-unquote, home for him. And I just think that, that we're going to see a different him. Like, I'm not saying that he's going to be like an MVP and him he by a, himself. He had a career like, year almost. Like, like, yeah. He had a career year, not like numbers-wise. He played pretty good last year. But his question was right, about leadership, but, I think. Yeah, that was yeah. always his question. Yep. And I, I, honestly, oh, I worry about that. I worry about that. Also, is Kevin Durant yeah. a leader? We he hasn't. Seen it. He hasn't showed it, but yeah, not really. No, I mean, jumping from a team that was up three one. Yeah, but he leads by example. Two two Finals MVPs, right? Asterisk. Yeah. 
Asterisk. No, asterisk. no, don't do asterisk that. Asterisk Nestle. Don't do that. Don't Bro, do that. how do you join? This is that. a different. We'll, we'll, we'll leave this no, for another time. Don't, another another place. don't say asterisk. He wasn't juicing. Come on. Bro, but you, you're the best player. One of the best players in the world. And then you jump to a 73 and 9 team. You know I, I mean? don't know if they would have won without him. They wouldn't have. I don't think they would have. Uh, they would have lost one of them. Yeah. They would have lost one of them. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't and put it this way. Both. If he was healthy, they would have won that, the finals in five. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's what if. That's something that Bill Simmons would probably nah, talk he's, about he's in one of his He's the cheat code, Will. Give him the ball. He's a bucket. <laughs> I know he's a Just walking shoot. bucket. You could play great defense. He shoots right over Oh, and 6'11", guy shoots shot at eight foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't stop. You can't stop that. With a crossover. To me, he's... I know. That's insane. That's <laughs> I don't know insane. if he's top 10, but he's top 10 talent. Easy. Yes. Ever. KD, yeah. yeah. But I just think his relationship with the media and the way he is just, like you said, the leadership thing. Yeah. I think that's always going to come back to haunt him down the line. You know, and, and when he talk about his legacy, I should say down the line. I think everybody compares, like, KD, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo to LeBron, which I don't think is always fair. You can't. I, I think you they're can. all great. Yeah. I think they're all great players in their own right, and we just always compare everybody to LeBron. You know, LeBron's like a... It's a different kind of guy. Absolutely. Of LeBron was ready for that mindset of being the guy and just having yeah. that media attention. He was creating his own media attention back when he was in high school. So that's just a different animal and all together, you know? Yeah, I yeah. think in sports talk in general, we always, you know, usually we go with the negative on people, which is not always cool. Like, we don't appreciate people's greatness. Like, it's like LeBron and then everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. But you got to, like, take players for what they are and how and their own greatness, their own individual greatness. You know, all those guys are great. You know what I mean? Even Carmel, he's great. He's like one of the best scorers ever. But we like compare to LeBron, and then he doesn't look as right. You know, yeah. Carmelo That's got hard. a bad rap after a while. Yeah, yeah. You know? he's he tough. Did. He did. I thought he handled the way he was with the Knicks that last season. When not, I don't think another player could have taken some of the stuff he was getting from Phil Jackson. So that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I'm looking forward to story. see Bol Bol play in summer league. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, Bol Bol, yo man, I cannot wait to see him. I cannot believe that he fell all the way to what uh, a forty. I couldn't one? believe it. Yeah. Like when you have a second round pick, why not just take him right away when you see he slips the second round? I agree. With with that kind exactly. of with that kind of ceiling, you know. Right. And how about right. that was definitely talk about guys fall and everything like that. Taco fall. What about him? Well, he's a he's a little bit different because he doesn't fit really in the current NBA. If it was like twenty years ago, he would have been a lottery pick. Mm. Right. Bol right, could fit because right. he could shoot the three efficiently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he made it. He made it look easy in college. Like it was nothing. You know, it's not like he's like some guy that struggled. Like he looked like the best player on the court. Like, like look at this. Like he really separated himself when you watch him play. Like this guy's different than everybody else on the court. I compared you know? him to like a Porzingis type. It's just yeah, the way he not? moved, the way he shot the ball. Why not? Everything you were just saying. Yeah. I, and I was surprised poised. that he fell. Yeah, poised. Made it look there. easy. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, agree. you two are perfect for the next question I'm going to ask you. You talk about late draft and summer league and everything like that who do you guys see in the summer league right now just going out there and just basically saying you know what maybe he could be a second round steal for this team like who who would be that guy ball ball Out, ball, outside ball. outside of ball, ball. <laughs> outside of ball, ball that's a unanimous one right there uh um Second round, yeah, like a second round talent that'll probably make a name for himself in the uh, in the summer league this year. This is a sort of a tough question, somewhat. Well, no, because it, this type of draft, it wasn't, it was very top heavy. Yeah, right. definitely. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like that. I agree. Um, you know, just because I'm gonna stay as a homer right now, Iggy, the guy we just got. 
um, from Michigan. You know, he's still very young. Uh, he was on the, I think, freshman, uh, Big Ten freshman of the year. Uh, he looked very aggressive in that game, you know. Obviously, not a lot of opportunities, but I think he'll do some things in summer league. He's going to get the op- – he's, he's going to play. So, yeah. we'll see more about him. And he's still very young. i got to keep reminding people of that, you know. Yeah, these kids are definitely 18, 19 years old yeah. coming in. Yeah. Financial responsibilities. I mean, I like have people, I had people texting me yesterday like uh, about RJ and Zion. I'm like, relax. It's the first game of summer league. <laughs> yeah. These kids are like 12 years old. Relax. Zion yeah. looks ready. Yeah, Zion looks ready. He was very uh, – But people were texting me about his jump shot. They are saying his – It's going to develop. It's awkward. It, yeah. It, it always looks It'll develop. Awkward. It'll get yeah. better. <laughs> you know, it's – RJ will knock down shots. His jump yes. shot looks pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's just – he looks a little rigid, though. He looks a little rigid. He didn't look aggressive yeah. in that game. And that, that was something that, you know, Zion obviously looked aggressive, for, so everyone was focused on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think RJ, once you give him a couple more, uh, a couple more games on his belt – We'll see something. That yeah. game looked crazy. Like, I texted my friend, and I was like, this game looks dangerous. Yeah. And then Zion ended up bumping knees, and then there was an earthquake. So I guess, you they know. Were yeah. playing, they were playing hard, man. Yeah, they were playing hard. They were playing and the, hard. And, and, and not everybody was knocking down jump shots, so kind of the spacing got kind of crazy. And that's what, like, I seen uh, Mitchell. He almost hurt himself. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was wild. Mm-hmm. And you get 10 fouls, so people are just. Playing hard. That's, that's and also, Robinson, man. That's what he And needs. I noticed in Summer League, <laughs> they do a better job of protecting the rim in Summer League. Like, they'll go after more blocks because they're trying to impress. Yeah. You know, like, in the league, they'll just let you go by sometimes when you get a bucket. Yeah. 82 games, you're pacing yourself. But in Summer League, you better go to the whole strong or somebody's pinning it off the glass every time. Yeah. You know? yeah. Somebody's definitely <laughs> sleeping it. That's for yeah. sure. And I, I got to say this. I know it's Summer League, but, man, I've seen some ugly games before yeah, yeah, that yeah. game. It some, gets better, though, as the, I, as the – I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah it'll it's, get better. It was not fun to watch at all, whether we, we were watching on NBA TV or ESPN. Right. There were some games I was just like, oh, come on now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was messy. It was yeah. a, these guys don't have a lot of practice. You know, yeah. it's tough. Right. right. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, Will. What's up? I got a question for Combo and Ed. Um, Good. So the back to the um, uh, free agency. What do you guys think of Kemba going to y'all Boston? Boston? Yeah, I like it. I like it. You know, he he he's a, he's a good locker room guy, good leader. Obviously, he is not as talented as Kyrie, but he he, he might be a better leader. We, we will see. Uh, he could shoot it. He could get to the rim. Score three zones. I like Kemba. He's a yeah. uh, you know you put up pretty comparable numbers to Kyrie the yeah, last yeah. couple of years. Everyone's kind of pointing out you know that obviously they're different talents. Uh, I like the leadership from Kemba. Um, I like the fact that he has been very durable so yeah. far with um, the Hornets. They're pretty much carrying that team uh, for many points throughout the seasons. You put him now with a team in Boston with Tatum with um, with Brown with Hayward. You know it's they're still missing something there. Well, if Hayward. Hayward was showing flashes towards Ed. If he could pick it up like how he was in Utah, they're gonna run they, more they'll be a contender. If Hayward could be like he was in Utah, they, they could be a contender. They got to focus gonna... in on feeding the ball on him, though. Well, no, they're because gonna do... he's that guy. Him what and Brad Stevens. Well, he was just combo. he was. What'd you say? No, he was that combo. No pun intended. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. excuse me on that one. But um, Hayward, Hayward actually had the ball. He was distributing. He looked like that guy that like is just fun to play with, right. but he wasn't that aggressive like. Looking to score, mm-hmm. he, the ball was you know he almost touched it. Like it seemed like he touched almost every possession. He just wasn't being very aggressive to the rim. Right. It's probably a mental thing when you have that kind of injury. Yeah, you know. I think he's uh, he's going to be a good point forward for them, and, I, and that was something he couldn't do with Kyrie. Hence, why there was the whole beef there with mm-hmm. Brad Stevens saying that he was just you know working with his guy because that's the way Hayward likes to play. 
I feel like you get Hayward now working with Kemba, who could play off the ball very well. Yeah, it, it does open up some things. So Boston does have that, but I think losing Horford will hurt them. And a lot of people are not talking about that. Philly picking up Horford right. is huge. Absolutely, that changes their dynamic a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you talk about you got Harris, you got Simmons, you got these different players, Embiid, and Embiid, of course. But this takes a lot of pressure off Embiid in the post. Right. Because you got to worry about Horford. He does a lot of different things, a lot of little things that don't show up on the stat sheet. Mm. So I, I like that. With all these teams in the East, you just not, guys need to sacrifice, you know, a little bit, yeah. become those catch and shoot guys, become guys that are willing on defense. Like Tatum and Hayward, if, if they just focus on knocking down threes and, and uh, a little bit less ISO, especially Tatum, I think that'll help the Celtics, you know? The one thing with the Kemba move, and I love the Kemba move going. Uh, for him going to Boston is just the fact that here's a guy that played under MJ and MJ anywhere he goes. I feel like MJ has this, like this, this light about him just as the player and as the the story and everything like that of his career. And then you look at him as the owner or or a, uh, as a GM with the wizards and you're just saying to yourself, okay, a lot of guys didn't really pan out. When MJ was, you know, the uh, the GM with the Wizards, a lot of guys they come. Rip Hamilton is one guy, goes in, wins a championship after uh, after his time with the Wizards, goes and plays with Detroit. Kwame Brown has a sustainable career. A lot of people want to call him a bust because he's the number one overall pick and everything like that back in one. But he had a serviceable playing career. I feel like with Kemba, I feel like the sky's the limit. And after seeing and dealing with a guy like Michael. As the owner, you know, he could show a lot of these young guys that are coming in, like the Tatums of the world, like the like the Haywards of the world. Hey, look, listen, you know, this is what's going to happen in the NBA. You know, just this is what it this is what it's going to take. You know, that you talk about leadership, Kemba's that perfect guy. I, I never, you know, it's funny. I, I I see where you're coming from with that. Like he learned that from Jordan type of situation. I just always looked at Jordan as more of a business guy, you know? And you could also learn business too. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He mm-hmm. was never more of like, okay, I need to know. I Like, I never thought he picked his own personnel well. He didn't do that with Chicago. They kind of put that team with him. He knew how to work with those guys. Right. You know, with him being like this guy that went out and just, you know, got these players, I never thought that was a strong point. But um, I don't know what his whole relationship was with Kemba. Because they didn't really talk about it a lot. There wasn't something said like, oh, man, Michael Jordan's just giving me tips or doing this. You know, I don't see Jordan as that guy. Right. But just just coming off of, like, you know, personalities and everything like that and just kind of seeing what MJ was as an owner. Yeah. You know, that's something that would be like, okay, here's what these guys got to do. Especially since Tatum's only, what, 19? He's only 20 going yeah. on 21. Young kid. Yeah. Has the superstar potential to go out there? I don't know, you know if he has superstar potential. You don't think so? No. I think everyone did after his first year. We all thought I he think, did. Nah. You didn't think so after his first year? Nah. I, I wasn't as high on him or Mitchell as everybody else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. I was telling people that. They're great. I think, like, Mitchell's going to sneak into, like, five All-Star games. So I think he's going to be a franchise player. No. I think Tatum will be, like, make a few All-Star games. I don't think... He's, uh, That's an interesting take right there. Like Doncic, I think he's a future MVP. Oh, oh of course, of course. But you know, <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever going to question that. Uh, no. Trey Young is. I think he has more superstar potential than those two, just for the, the way the current NBA is. Right. Um, Tatum, he, a lot of ISO. He struggles to get by his man. Super athletic, good defender though. Right. You know, 
But uh, I don't see like superstar potential. I don't see like a LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I don't see him on that level. Okay. okay. Do you guys a- see that? I, I kind of see it with the Paul George with I, that. No, no, not, no, 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 not, no. As, not as like a LeBron. Like, I see him being a star. I, I kind of compared him in terms of the way he played to like Grant Hill. You know? That's, what I, that's the kind of comparison. You, you know what I mean? Because he could put the ball on the floor. He could shoot. He can take you down low. He doesn't pass as well as Grant Hill did. Yeah, that's probably his, yeah. his biggest. Because Grant Hill was like that, kind of like, definitely not a LeBron, but right. could do everything like a like a LeBron in a way before LeBron, you know? And he could defend. Tatum could defend a little bit. He could, oh, he could definitely defend. You know yeah, so, he could definitely defend. So, that don't make you a superstar anymore, no, though. No, like, no, no. you know? No. But he's going to be a very good NBA player. I just don't see, I don't see superstar with Tatum. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you look at, and you also too, like you, you talk. You but brought, I hope he does. I hope he does I, too. I, I want to see all the young players do. Good. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And you look at you look at uh, Al Horford going over. You you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, at going from Boston to Philadelphia. My God. You know. You look at a rebounding tandem right there. That might be a, a rebound a, a league leading rebounding team right there. Just having those three guys with Embiid, uh, Horford. And Simmons. And another thing that people forget about Horford, he's a no-nonsense type of guy. No, so he'll... So you, you talk about him and Embiid are going to be spending a lot of time together, and that's something that Embiid needs. Because remember, his whole issue was staying healthy, doing the simple stuff to be ready on game day. You know, Can they play at, at the same time for the long bit? I think I think they'll do it, but they're going to do a lot of mismatch, like, you know, one will go to the bench early type thing, and, yeah. you know, but I think they can. Because yeah. Horford is, he's, he's able to adapt to every system. Yeah, I would say yeah. with if the Warriors were still the same, I don't know if they could, they would be able to be on the court. Yeah. Like, who would they guard? But the league is different now. There's the Warriors. Exactly. Maybe we'll see the uh, big man come back without the Warriors here anymore. It's, Absolutely. You know, like every they say, time. they say everything comes full circle. So maybe with the Warriors not being the same Warriors, we could see big men playing more late in the playoffs. Maybe it'll have to change things. What's your take on Tobias Harris coming back there on that huge contract? Get your money, man. Um, Tobias Harris, I like him as a player. He always bothered me in the sense that I never saw him as the guy. You know, he's a good piece, yeah. but he's never like the guy. He he's has like three. He, he's like three and D plus. Like he's a yeah. three and D guy who could do a lot more than that, right? Like, you know? yeah. Like you could say he's a poor, poor man's version of this player. Like yeah, he's yeah. just that type of guy. You know, I feel like he's the kind of guy that might not have been as talented as a lot of the guys, but works so hard yeah, to get yeah. to this level, which is good. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have like the natural talent, like a, I don't know, Paul George, even you know, exactly. or yeah. Ka- Kawhi worked, is, but they're just they're just a little bit different, you know. It's a they're different a little bit breed, different. man. Yeah. It really is. The one thing, uh, the one thing that shocked me, Jimmy Butler to the Heat, I did not see that coming at all. No. Yeah. You know what? I, I saw rumblings of it. Obviously, the him and Dwayne Wade conversations that that always is something because mm-hmm. you know Pat Riley's behind that as well. Um, I like it for Miami. That's just a great move for yeah, them because you need that. After a while, let's be honest. Miami was hanging on with a bunch of players that are serviceable, but they weren't really, you know, like go-to players. Let's be honest. Dragic, good player. Yeah, I like Dragic. But but who was he throwing? The, who was he passing? Is he with to? Dallas now? Uh, no. that's a good question. No, no, no. no. He he's still, I think he's still with Miami. I believe. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's still, on, uh, he's still with Miami. Yeah. Oh, they got a good team. Then. They talked about making that deal, but this is my thing. He has somebody to run with. Dragic by himself. Really, who was on that team? You can't say Dwayne Wade was carrying you every night. Dwayne Wade was on his retirement. Team. With, that, with, with that said, though, if you, if you put any point guard with a team that doesn't have uh, 
the right people. So, like, if you even put Steph Curry on the Heat, they're not like a contender, you know, yeah, instead course, of yeah. Dragic. So, yeah. you can't really put it on all the other. Oh, no, no, you no, know? no. That's, that's not against Dragic at all. That's yeah, against yeah. his. He had no yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. There's, no, there's not enough spacing for, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, the Sixers getting back that return with jo- uh, Josh Richardson in that deal? Well, it was going, good. Him going back. It was good for them to have I a love, bench. I love it. They have a bench now. Right. They have players that they can go to so that you can't say, okay, well, we have to go on Simmons. We got to do this. To me, the biggest acquisition that Philadelphia needs to make is making sure you get Ben Simmons a jump shot. Yeah. That should have been the acquisition. Sir. That's all Ben Simmons. That, but, Thank you, Ed. Can we be honest right now? And Thank you, Ed. Obviously, you're a player. <laughs> yeah. You got to be able to shoot the ball. I mean, the guy can make it. You can drive to the lane as much as you can, but he would be a 30-point-per-game scorer. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anybody a has a higher ceiling than Ben Simmons in right? the league. Yeah, And yeah. it's like, and I'm saying this not to be criticized, but it's because I think he could be the best player in the NBA with a jump shot. Definitely. That's really what he's missing. Right. I mean, I, I right. always said, like, I like his game as an all-around game better than Giannis. Me personally. Yeah. I've said that, remember? I know. I know. And, and, uh, preview, yeah. and, like, the way he – like, I feel like if you bring Ben Simmons deep into the playoffs, he has more potential to unlock, like, um, issues in a playoff game than uh, Giannis would. Like, the way he reads mm-hmm. basketball right. is on a higher level than even a Giannis. I've but, always said that. And I think if he gets that jump shot, he'll that'll start to show deep into the playoffs. But his work ethic. And that's what they always compare I don't know. to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not in the gym with him, so I don't know what he's doing. But the jump shot doesn't look like it's improving too much. But we'll see, see next season. Giannis yeah. will start up. He had no jump shot. And look look at him this past season. Trained with Kobe. Trained with Kobe Bryant in the offseason. That helped out a lot. He was so difficult to guard. And that's such a big deal. That's what I want to see from Simmons. And to me, that's going to be the difference if whether or not the Sixers are in the finals or not. And he has access. If he thing. wants to work on his jump shot, he can work on his jump shot. He, he has access does. to great coaches. He definitely does. He, he yeah. does. And you look at, you mentioned the Bucks. They wound up re-signing uh, Brooke Lopez. They wound up signing the twin brother, Robin Lopez. They're trying to keep Giannis there. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what that's all about. I, I you know. love the fact that you got Robin and Brooke back together. They played in college together. Right. These guys know how to play with each other, play off each other. They have two different skill sets. Mm-hmm. One's offensive, one's defensive. I thought it was a perfect pickup right there. That just, because you have depth now on that team. Right. You know, uh, I... Milwaukee's doing it the right way. You keep the core together. They lost Brogdon, and I think that may hurt him a little bit. But I just thought that was a good pickup. You need little pieces like that because Toronto beat him up on the boards with Ibaka. Ibaka was – you saw what he did. Yeah, he's You a know stud. what I'm saying? He's so a stud. That was a big deal. He's a stud. He ain't doing that with Robin Lopez down there. Right. And you bring up Toronto, Ed. After what had happened with losing Kawhi now, obviously – And Danny Green. And Danny yeah. Green. Two huge pieces for their championship team. They lost the team. Spurs, basically. Right. <laughs> they they lost their heart, yeah. their, their their franchise player and everything like that. But they still have some talented pieces there. Marcus Saul, Serge Baca. You have pa- uh, Pascal Siakam. But, who's, but you're now saying that the, the everything has to be run through Kyle Lowry. Right. And Kyle I like, Lowry. I like Kyle Lowry. I like him. But he's not the guy. He, you can't do it. Especially at this point in his career. Like he's in double digits now in years. Like Siakam could have a crazy season this year. Like, so you Siakam think he's going to break is out? He, is he your go-to guy then? Well, he has to be now. Yeah, he got to step it up this right? year. That's, he got to step it up. That's asking he for can. He has the tools. But you're asking yeah. for a lot. The guy, the guy go from most improved player to now you have to be the MVP of our team, basically. I think Toronto – I mean, Toronto's not going to be a contender this year, but no. at least, hopefully it'll be exciting, you yeah. know, if Siakam, if Siakam could pick it up. They're definitely going to be a low seed in the playoffs if, 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 we'll see if they, they make it. Who can they pick up? 
On the free agent market? Uh, you well, know, they're just going to fill them out in with summer league guys. Or probably like, fill it out with or summer like league minimums. guys. Who is, yeah. is your Hari still the GM over there? Yes. He is, yeah, he's right? a great GM. Great GM. I know, I know that. Well, he's a great GM because he made a bold trade, man. You traded away the franchise player. And he knocked that security guard off. I'm like, get out of here. This is my, this is my celebration. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that, was, that was good. Sean, where you at, man? I'm here, man. I'm um, um, right, I'm listening right. to y'all, man. I'm, I was, I wanted to ask y'all um, another um a question because I think every I think when the Pelicans traded JD and you know they got Paul and Ingram and Hard and draft picks, I think people assumed that they were probably going to be one of the worst teams in the league. But they've constructed a pretty good team because yeah. you look who they got back from that trade. The Derek, um, a famous trade, uh, Reddick, he signed there when he could have went to, you know what I'm saying, like a bunch of other teams. They so got the Lakers just there. Just you guys take on, right, so just you guys take on, like, you know, I think that if things break right, the Pelicans could be a sneaky seven seed at eight seed, man. Oh, that would be cool to see Zion in the playoffs, right? I think Lonzo and Zion fit well together. Yeah. Because, uh, uh Lonzo likes to push the basketball, mm-hmm. and Zion likes to run the floor, and Zion could pass as well. So you got JJ there, you got Lonzo finding shooters, you even got Zion finding shooters. They both could pass the ball. I think that was a great pickup for them. I like the balance of the team. I like them. And the best thing yeah. about that is, and Brandon Ingram is. You just took the player right out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, Brandon Ingram is a rising a star. Mark. He's such a question mark too. Right? Yeah. Cause he gotta stay healthy. Yeah. And it was something yeah. that was. Not too right with him. I forgot what they was like a blood clot. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. When you hear word, when you hear that, and we learn from the Chris Bosh situation, that's something you don't mess with. Right. You know? So it sounds like that's something that he's been dealing with for a while now. Um, you know, I'm sorry to be negative about it, but no, it's just something it's okay. you got to think about when you make trades like that. And it's kind of interesting. Like half the team went to Duke, so I don't yeah. know how that happened. Yeah, yeah. But um, maybe Coach K should come in. He might as well. <laughs> he knows them better than than most. But. Right. Uh, I like New Orleans, but I just don't see them. The West is so strong. I don't see them sneaking in for AFC. That's yeah. that's the whole thing. You got you know? Dallas there. You got the Nuggets. Yeah. You got the Lakers. You got the Warriors. The Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Trailblazers got better. They picked up Whiteside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trailblazers yeah. got better. Yeah. You know? They did. They get their rebounder for their shooters. Where did Cantor side? Boston. Boston. Uh, he's, I like Cantor. Yeah, but Boston's going to be, that's, listen, they're going to get a lot of points in the paint. Yeah, because Cantor's not a good. Cantor's an automatic defend. bucket. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's good. How be did the Knicks play him? They were really trying to tank, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a like he's a really good player. Great offensive numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But defensively, yeah. I mean, pick look, and they, roll. Pick they, and roll. they should have had him play it though, because who cares about defense? They weren't going to make the playoffs. Just let Cantor get some buckets. You know what I mean? That's what he was doing, yeah. man. You talk, a double double every night. You talk about another young that extended team. his career. Just him getting that opportunity with the Blazers. Right. Because yes, if he would have just stayed with the Knicks, he, he would have lost a lot of money. He would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. You talk about another team that's like on the rise a little bit. The Suns. Yeah. After getting all those draft, after getting all those lottery picks, they wound up drafting number six. Uh, Devin Booker last year signed that huge, huge deal. Uh, last season, basically, he's the face of the franchise. DeAndre Ayton, number one overall pick. Uh, a lot of rumors with him and D'Angelo Russell that they they were supposed to team up, and then that never happened. But uh, what's your take on on the Suns going in? A lot of a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. But what's your take, Ed? Uh, it kind of goes back to what, what it is with a lot of these teams. They need a veteran. You need a guy that can win. You know what I'm saying? That has something left. Right. I just think when you go in, you're basically looking at the same exact season you just had the last two years. Mm-hmm. Young players, 
that really don't have a shot of winning. That's just the way I look at it. Devin Booker's a good player, but he's not my top option. He's not, he hasn't proved it yet. That team has not gotten any better. They don't don't, you, still, don't you think there's still time for him to develop into a top option? No, but here's the thing. Was this like his fourth year he's going into right now? Yeah. Still young. I know it's still young, but it's his fourth season. This is by now, they have to have an identity. Yeah. Phoenix does not have an identity. They have talented players that they just kind of throw out there, you know? You got DeAndre Ayton. Phoenix, is probably, Phoenix is probably the worst run team in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, where's they the fired Knicks? their coach after one year. The coach before that, I think, was only there for like what? One year a also. year and a half. Yeah. Phoenix has no idea and what they, the hell they're they they doing. And, and they, did, and they, they didn't that, take Doncic. Booker is exactly. always hurt too. They should have took Doncic. But I'm happy Doncic didn't go there. <laughs> and then they trade they trade Josh Jackson, right? Uh, Josh Jackson. Yeah, they traded him to yeah. the Grizzlies, I want to say. I was so, yeah, and, and I think they got back um who they got I back, think, but it was one of those trades where I was like, I didn't get that. He's kind of like Knox. I like Josh Jackson, like the way he fits into the current NBA. Yeah, but he never really yeah, proved it yet, sense. right? Yeah, because how is he? How is he going to prove it when he's on a team of yeah, basically his peers? They that's just true. they're not. They all don't know how to win yet. Yeah. You got to have a veteran. I, the NBA has to get back to that mindset. And defensively, keep a veteran that I team. think defensively it's tough for them, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. how do you adjust? Yeah, like you just look at that team, and I think yeah. teams almost like this is going to be an easy night for us. They had Bridges too. Yeah, he was good, but yeah. at the same time, where they're all young. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think you're worried when you go into Phoenix to play. No. You know what I mean? Did they beat themselves yeah. more than yeah. they beat you? Exactly. And that's the issue. Guys, you brought up Memphis before. And Mike Connolly wound up getting traded over to the Jazz. Yeah. yeah. That was – I think that was a huge move for the Jazz to get a guy that stayed in the small market, a guy that was really the face of the franchise after, uh, you know, just basically he was it. And then they wound up trading him to Utah. Getting a guy like that to team up with Donovan Mitchell and – and all those guys over there, I feel like uh, Quinn Snyder is just absolutely going to have a fantastic, fantastic team there that's going to be under the radar somewhat I mean, this year. The only issue that you have to have with Conley has been the same issue he's had his entire career. Can he stay healthy? Right. The guy has had every injury you could think of. Broken face, you know, broken this, broken that. Can he stay healthy? Can he give me 70 games? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm That's what I'm looking forward to if I have my ground on my team. Because when he plays, he's amazing. But he has to be out there. Right. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Absolutely. Because if he's not playing, what are you doing with Utah? Because right. you don't – is Rubio still there? No, No, right? he wound up yeah. – I think he's uh, – he wound up going to the Suns, I think, from what I he saw. Is, yeah. He's on yeah, the Suns. He's on the Suns, yeah. That's, that's yeah. crazy. So what are you, you going to do now if you're in Utah and you need another point guard? Because Conley will – he'll miss time if he goes down. Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Huge question. Huge question mark right there. For, they said they have to adjust the levels. Adjust the levels for the speaker, I guess. He's yeah. good now. He's good now. He's good now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> He's good now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You got, I hope you guys edit. <laughs> All right. You can yeah. edit that out. We can edit that out. <laughs> okay. Well, then again, everybody lo- everybody loves bloopers, so that's okay. Um, it's natural. My fault, Sean. I just had to get your message out there. You know, you got to be heard. Appreciate you, King. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you, man. We're out here. Combo Nation. <laughs> OTB Nation. <laughs> oh, oh, on the Combo, sports, man, I need some uh, socks, man. I got you, man. You don't hit me up. Man. You say it on the air, but off the air, you don't hit me up. You're Hollywood, man. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I 
got you, brother. <laughs> All right, hit me up. You got to get him a 3X t-shirt, I got too. the headbands coming, too. Headbands? Yeah, Sean, you know those headbands everybody's All wearing now? With the, like, it looks like you're a karate guy in the back. <laughs> yeah, I got those yeah, coming. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. We're going to see you at a see. I got to see Will in one of those. Oh, boy. I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look like Ralph Macchio. Will at the Will Will at the airport with his combo nation. Uh, I'm gonna look there. I'm gonna look like Ralph Macchio wearing my eye. <laughs> that is shirt true. With oh, with the man. with everything going on with yeah. the combo headband like that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that'd be Ready great. Ready to take on Cobra Kai gym. Huh? Yeah, that'd be great. So what were we saying? Will? what were we talking? about? I was gonna bring up last but not least here. You know, I we brought up the one LA team. Yeah. You know, we brought up the Clippers. We haven't brought up the Lakers yet. My question to you guys is, with Anthony Davis going over and them trade. You talk about the Clippers trading away their future. The Lakers wound up trading away their future to the Pelicans. Yes. And the Lakers right now is constructed. They're basically almost the same team as they were last year, minus the young kids. And they still have Kuzma. New head coach in Frank Vogel going to be preaching a lot of defense, a lot of 3 and D here. Don't forget about Jason Kidd. Just and hanging, assistant coach Jason around, Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yeah, waiting around, for his right? time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> knows. Wait, waiting, waiting for his time. Yeah. My question for you is, you know, the Lakers are basically, are they? do you feel like they're one piece away from getting to that level? Yes, or, they, they need Jason Kidd to suit up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's what they are, yeah. <laughs> or, do you, you know... Are they one injury away from basically a catastrophic season again? No, not not. Nah, they have not too much yet. talent for it to be catastrophic, barring injury, obviously. Right. But you can say that about any team. Um, the nah, they're going to be good. They're too talented, like those two guys. They but they do got to fit them in with the right pieces. Try and get some shooters, some three and D guys. I don't think like minimum three and D guys are the hardest guys to find. You know, a lot of guys could do that, but no, nah, I don't think catastrophic is it. That's yeah, a that's strong, strong word. I think they're going to be a pretty decent team. Um, I see them being like kind of middle of the road, four or five C type yeah. situation because you got guys that want to win. You know, LeBron is LeBron. Uh, Anthony Davis is tired of losing. He wants to win. Those are big elements. And, that, and they're also just bringing in the right players. You know, Quinn Cook, very good signing. I feel like he's a, a guy that could be on the rise, especially when he's going to get the opportunities to play. Danny Green's yeah, a wow. proven winner. Yeah. You know, Iguodala, they keep talking about as a possible trade they want to make. Um, these are these are things that are out there. If they could so, be creative and find some 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 pickups. Yeah. I mean, Andre's creative. Danny's great. Uh, yeah, I think, man, I, I could see them fourth, fourth seed. Four, four if, or five. If, especially if they get Andre and he's and he's playing. And if he looks like this past year, like physically, because he's older now. If the he's La- writing books and stuff. You know? I, I feel like if the Lakers. Shouts to him. <laughs> I would love to see the Lakers go out there. I know this is a long shot to happen, but I'd like to see them sign a guy like Russ Smith. A, a name that probably nobody's hasn't even heard of since three years ago. The guy's killing it in China. And the guy Jimmy come- Fredette. Jimmy Fredette too, Jimmy another Mar- guy. Yeah. He's got a, another he's, guy. He's with the Warriors uh summer league. He team. wound up leaving, I think. Did he leave? Yeah. Already? I think so. I think he left. He left summer league already? I I, he I, just started. I, I, it just started. Dude, the I, earthquake? Bro, the earthquake. <laughs> the basketball gods are all focusing in on the Clippers right now with everything that's going on in L.A. That's that's what really happened. Kawhi's decision really literally shook the balance of the NBA landscape. It did. But you know what's crazy, though, Will? What's up? It's funny, and I put this um, uh, uh, on the gram, that the secondary teams in New York and in, in L.A. 
got the stars. Now, granted, the Lakers have obviously LeBron and uh and, and AD, but I mean, if you would have said five years ago that Paul George and Kawhi would be on the Clippers, Katie and Kyrie is on the Nets, they would have been like, absolutely not, because back then the Clippers had Blake and CP3 and Jordan, blah, 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 and the Nets had, and the future of the Nets was Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That's what we had uh, three years ago. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, it's just good to see that the secondary teams in major markets get these big-name guys, and this is the most wide open I've seen the league in a long time because you can make a case that at least maybe 10, 12 teams have a legit shot to win the championship where over the past five, seven years, it was maybe only like three or four, like tops. Yeah, I mean, with the Warriors, uh, with KD out and Clay not there, definitely there's parity back in the league. But I think the Clippers are the favorite. I mean, they already had great chemistry, and you had guys like Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, I don't really – if they stay healthy, I don't right. see them losing. Hmm. That's going to be a very scary team. And we – we Sean and I brought it up too, wherever Ky, uh, Kawhi was going to go. Always said that, you know, Kawhi would – the best place for him to go would be the Clippers just for a branding yep. standpoint. I mean, think about yep. the ownership there that you have in place. Steve Ballmer, former CEO and – you know, of Microsoft. He got a, he got a, few, shek- he got a few shekels, right? right. He's yeah. got. He definitely has a few shekels going on there, you know? <laughs> you know and you know what's funny? We talked about the Clippers. We didn't even mention you're going to have Montrez Harrell off the bench. You're going to have Lou Williams off the bench. Right. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's Shaman. Maybe bench. just start Lou Williams, man. <laughs> nah, start him one, one season. <laughs> they, need, they need that energy coming off the bench, though. It's such the perfect situation, too. You got the, the right guy it starting. It is. You know, it's yeah. the perfect situation. But think about Lou Williams, Paul George. Oh, man. Kawhi. Oh, oh the, the death lineup. You got to put out there, right? Yeah. yeah. Shem it. That's it. Just to get back to that Jimmer Fredette story here, he quit the Warriors team. Uh, the news, the Mercury News reports that Fredette left the team to minimize injury risk as he plans to ponder overseas options. Well, that's his. that's been his option. Yeah, it's always been his option. Right. But, but he's that's, never had a problem getting those, he's you know. Getting getting that money from, from overseas, you know. Well, I mean, it makes some kind of sense if you don't have – you could lose a few million dollars if you get hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, he wants to feed his family. He wants to make all the money he can. I can see it. But he wants mm-hmm. to play in the league, too. He wants to play in the NBA, I should say, when I say the league. Yeah, but the, so. you know what? It's almost to the point where the league knows what he could do. Or the or the league knows what they feel he can't do. Right. You know what I mean? So It's just the right fit, trying to get the right fit in at that point in time. Yeah. Well, he's he's going to get a few million in China if he wants. Yeah. You know? He's a specialist in the NBA, the bottom line. Right. They bring him in to shoot. That's it. He'll be Steve Kerr. 2.0, but I don't think that, you know, he wants that role. Right. And that's what it really comes down to. He's underrated in terms of how good of a basketball player he is. But for the league, he was just never as efficient as uh, when he, he could have been. When he was with the Knicks, I, I'll never forget, they were telling stories about him. They said the guy could shoot the lights out, but he was getting taken every single time. Defensively, he couldn't stop anybody. Yeah. And these are guys ability. that weren't playing. When you're good time. enough offensively, like, like – even like a Trey Young, like on the on the help side, he's like non-existent. Like yeah. he's just so good on offense. That's such a thing, though. You know? yeah. But then I think about guys. That's like- that's the difference between Luca and Trey to me. Like I feel like Luca deep 
in the playoffs. I mean, I feel like Trey deep in the playoffs, there might be struggles with him defensively. Right. Yeah. So then let me ask you then now. Right. You see how the situation, um, and I know we're going off a little bit. Okay. The situation with um with Jimmer, right? Yeah. He's obviously a great shooter. That's what you bring him in for. Score. Score. Got, score, he, he yes. Score in the lane as well. But Floaters, then, all that stuff. How How is he not able to stick into the league? But then you had guys like James Jones stick around for so long. You know? Yeah. James Jones was just a shooter. That's yeah. what he did. How tall is he, though? Six eight. Yeah, that's okay. Difference. That's what you say. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, right, right. I mean, the current NBA is like six nine, man. If, there could be two. There could be two players in the NBA, and a six foot guy could be more talented, more of a go to guy. Even you could even if we just saw them both play in pickup run, you may, you might be like, this guy's the better player, right? You know, um, but the pa- intangibles, pa- like like Pons, he might be a better basketball player than yeah, a, than, a, Pons, than, yes. than a few guys in the NBA. Yes, but he doesn't fit into the current NBA like a six guy. That, Six eight guy that could defend, that could shoot the spot up three. Right. You know, to be the guy with the basketball in your hands in the NBA is a tough position. Right. So you got a lot. Like, if you ever heard of the TBT tournament? Yeah, of course. So that overseas elite team, they got guards that are more talented than a bunch of guys in the league, right. but they don't fit in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you you to be that go to guy, those those are the guys like. Westbrook, like Damian Lillard. There's only a few spots for those guys. So the three and D guys have so many more spots. You know what I mean? It's just the fit. It's, yeah, it's all about intangibles, still. Yeah. Can I? Well, can I ask one more? Go ahead. I'm, I'm more like I'm interviewing you right now because yeah. you, you've actually played. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm just the guy that writes about it. No, that's cool though. So like my thing is, you're out there and you're playing against all these guys overseas, right? Yeah. What is it that you see, like when you're playing against these guys, and make you say, "Man, like this guy probably should be in the NBA." Like, is there ever those type of you know conversations? Like, what is it that maybe we're not seeing? A lot of times, uh, you know, it's trouble off the court that gets some guys overseas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times it's that. A lot of times they just don't fit the current NBA. Like I said, like like what I was saying before, a lot of go-to type players are better than some role guys in the NBA. So they don't fit a role in the NBA. Right. So they become go-to guys like in China or something like that. Right, you know, where right. just get, get on the ball, they're going to get a bucket. Mm-hmm. But they just don't fit that role in the NBA. You know, because yeah. you can only have one or two of those guys on each team mm-hmm. in the NBA. You can't have a guy, you can't have a team full of. You don't just take the most talented guys. You got guys that fit spots. You know, that's yeah. what people think. They yeah. always think like, oh, well, yeah. you're just a good player. You should be able to no, fit into it's, the one. NBA. Is not. Yeah. It is in a way the top 450 players, but it's not necessarily like the 450 top players. Mm. You know, in the world, right? Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting three, take, man. Three and D yeah. guys are gonna they're always gonna have job. like six A guys that can defend multiple positions mm-hmm. and knock down the open three. And the Swiss they're, Army knife. Yeah, they're gonna have more jobs than the go to type six foot players who are dynamic scorers. Right, you know? right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. I totally understand that from that perspective. Yeah. So like Shamari Pons, I think he's a more talented player than Ty Jerome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Ty Jerome could play the point guard. He he's excellent catch and shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, that deep, uh, right. that deep NCAA tournament run is going to help you because that's right in the GM's eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But who's a better player? I'd say Pons. Who's going to Who's going to have a longer NBA career? Probably Ty Jerome. You know. And plus, too, like you said, how many six foot players are out there in the NBA that could go yeah. out there and score yeah. this the fifty points a game the way how Russ Smith does? But yet, the rarity of everything is is uh, you know. The the six eight guy like you said it just yeah. it, it's just a rarity. And if you put Russ in an NBA game, he probably if you put him on the Suns, he probably would get buckets. But you know, they got other guys who could do it at a, maybe at a higher level. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like guys. a Devin Booker, yeah. like you know, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. You think about all those guys that, you know, especially on social media, I was making fun of uh, Jared Dudley. <laughs> the guy gets work and yeah. he fits that yeah, ball that you're talking about. Yeah. It's a role. Like, there's we guys more talented than Jared Dudley overseas right now, especially yeah. at this age. Yeah. You know? But you always find yeah. just got picked up by the Lakers. So. Yeah. yeah. It's all about fit. Yeah, absolutely. It is all about fit. Yeah. Sean, you got anything else to add on that? Or? So, baby combo, we don't want him to be seven feet. We want him to be six, eight, guard multiple positions, and hit the open three. All right, baby combo, you're coming in August. Congratulations. 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 I can't wait. We'll get him on the pod. <laughs> but now, Will, man, uh, again, man, just want to thank Combo and Ed for making some time because they could be doing a billion and one things, but. They came with us, man. So yeah. thank y'all, man. Thank y'all, man. I love coming on this show, man. One of my favorite parts. Absolutely. Yeah. Always great, man. Always. And you got to stay consistent. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Thank you. Consistency that, is key. That is very key. and Especially in the podcast game because you could get it done whenever you want, right? It's yeah. not like a set schedule unless you're with some big corporation or something. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to get the, the, the names, the guests, everything like that going on. It's a lot of it's a lot of work going into it, man. A lot of yeah. work. And I really do respect and appreciate you guys coming on. So thank you. Uh, before we wrap up, you guys have any final thoughts on this episode at all? I want to see Sean in studio next time. That's all I want to see. I'm with that. Me too. Wearing, Me too. His, wearing his combo headband. You know? Combo socks. Combo shirts. One day soon. I, I promise y'all, man. I promise y'all, man. I promise you, Will, because... Will, I don't think I've seen Will since what, Will? Like May? May. Oh. Or April? Sean is, Sean is on world tour, man. <laughs> world tour. He's on that world I tour, man. I man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Ed, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, nah, man. I mean, like I said, NBA free agency is fun. I'm actually – this is me as a homer, as a Knicks fan. Right. I'm kind of hoping they bring Melo back and let oh, him really? finish out his career the right way. You know? It could be a Dwayne Wade type way. He's not going to be a star. Does Melo want to play for James Dolan? James Dolan I don't think it was – it wasn't Dolan. Oh, it was, it was Dolan? this Phil Jackson. That was the whole thing. Remember, yeah. Dolan stepped back when Jackson yeah. came in. So I, he, he even showed up to, to Dwayne Wade's last game of MSG. So he's welcomed back by Mills and Perry and everybody. He's shown interest in returning, and I think he deserves that, you know? Let him go out with class. That's, That's I think cool. he deserves that. I like that. They're not going to make the playoffs this year anyway. Exactly. Why not? Let's see what with happens. Melo, can they sneak into the A seed? <laughs> Ooh, never know. I don't know. <laughs> never know, man. Sean, you have any final thoughts? Well, I just can't wait for the NBA season to start because, I mean, kind of like I said, man, a legit 10, 12 teams could legit win the trip next uh, season, man. So I just can't, can't wait. And, um, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see where uh, Toronto goes from here because, uh, you know, they were hoping that, you know, Kawhi would come back, but he didn't. So, you know, I think they still got some, you know, cap space. Do, do they make a trade? Do, do they go in again? Like maybe uh, Kevin Love. Uh, Bradley Beal, some um, uh, some um, yeah, somebody like um, uh, that. So right. it's gonna be very interesting to see what the defending champs do. But I mean, October cannot come uh, come here fast. Oh yeah, know, bro. absolutely. And this, this is gonna be one of the better NBA seasons. I feel like coming up. You know, no, there's really no super team out there. There's really just a bunch of duos. This is the closest thing right now. Well, they're not a super team. They're well, actually. A super team to me is like a big three. They got two of the top five players. Right. So are the Lakers. Mm. You know, the Nets, 
The Nets, they That's got true. they got Kyrie Irving, top ten talent. James Harden still on That's the true. Rockets. It's not it's nothing like the Warriors. Yeah, the, the, mm. that that team was like I said before. I don't want to bring that word up again, but you know this is going to be a very fun season because you don't know. You, don't you know can't what's forget about Milwaukee. Everybody, right? everybody talks about that. Milwaukee still had the best record in the NBA last season, right? So Denver, Denver, another team too. Yeah. Uh, surprising. Coming in, we always talk about parity in the NBA. This is we're getting it now. Yeah, this is it. We're getting this it, is so. finally it. Yeah, after almost what nine years of having big threes, <laughs> yeah, going in, it's insane. This is it. They say the numbers are better actually when they're super teams. Well, of course, everybody, you know, the casual fan wants to watch. You're gonna get that one person watch. that watches. But this is not yeah. the casual podcast. <laughs> this right? is the hard, the sports hardcore fan podcast. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, just saying, just throwing that out. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah. So I, I really have no other final thoughts other than I can't wait for the start of the uh, the basketball season. And actually, I do have a final thought. The Nets are playing the Raptors at Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum for a preseason game. Yeah, I saw that. Well, the ice or wood. <laughs> exactly. Well, they they got it. They got to figure that out. That condensation is no good, Will. No. I know, especially with the half and half going on with the Islanders playing there. They played the Long Island Nets out there, right? Yeah, There's a yeah. League. So they do. They got they got some practice with playing yeah. basketball. They, were the, the ABA team was the New York Nets or the Long Island Nets? The New, New, York, York, Nets. New York Nets. Yeah. The red, Not white, the and blue. Irving, right? Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> going to be a very interesting thing going on in uh, in the New York scene outside of the Knicks. Obviously, what's going to happen with them? But who knows. For everybody here at Gotham Podcast Studios, for our wonderful producer, Johnny, controlling the ones and twos, he says, what's up? Doing his thing behind there, doing his thing. Just want to give a quick shout out again to Andrew Salat and Ed Easton for coming Can I say out. one more thing? Go ahead. Combo's Court Podcast, man. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Episode 78 is available right now. Right on your Apple Podcast app and Spotify. And make sure you subscribe to OTB Podcast as well. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Rate, review, well. subscribe. Yes. yes. Sports leave Social. Com- leave a friendly comment. Yes, leave a very friendly comment as well. <laughs> Check out Sports Social with Ed Easton Jr. You know, everything he just said, but yeah. you know, I can't say it with as much energy as he has. So, you can. listen, man. 78 episodes of practice, man. <laughs> I got you if you need a drop. Hey, I'm going to have to, man. <laughs> I got you. Absolutely. And, Sean, th- again, thank you for coming on. We miss on, you, man. Sean. We, we miss do. you. We do miss you. I miss you I a miss lot. y'all more, man. I miss you guys. Sean, more, meet man. me in Vegas for Summer League. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're on World Tour, so. <laughs> Let's make it happen, baby. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> for everybody at Gotham Podcast Studios, for our wonderful two guests that came on, just want to again just say thank you again for coming on, talking about the free NBA free agency aftermath that has occurred and all this news coming out, especially this morning with uh, Kawhi Leonard going over to the Los Angeles Clippers and then. Paul George and everything like that going over to the Clippers. Dude, it's been an absolute honor to have you guys on. Thank you again. Truly awesome, to say the very least. Uh, Thanks for having me. Anytime. Yeah, really, anytime. I, I love the podcast, and I'm always... Absolutely. If you, if you want to have me on, I'm here, man. I'm out here. We Oh, we know you're out there, bro. No, Combination is definitely yeah, out, out there, here, for man. sure. We're out here. I'm your host, Will Trucci, man, logging off. We'll, t- we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. Later. 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 There it is. Episode 79 is in the books. Thanks for listening. Big shouts to Will, Sean, Ed, everybody at On The Board Sports Podcast. Get this done for me, man. Leave a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple Podcast app. Share this episode. Share the podcast. Shouts to Combo Nation. We are out here. Be on the lookout for episode 80. 
Combo out.